And on the one hand, you know, there's a, you know, on the one hand, you don't want a murderer to go free, so to speak, if the only thing you have is uh, a good faith error on the police officer who, you know, didn't cross the T's or dotted the I's on something. On the other hand, you have to say, look, if a repeated pattern of behavior by an officer is disgusting, uh, antithetical to our sense of individual liberty and our rules and laws, you exclude the evidence. So on a 24-2 analysis, so step one, you got to prove the violation. Step two is what do you do with it, okay, the evidence that's garnered. There's a conflict. There's a conflict between the, you know, the accused who obviously wants to have his rights protected, as do all members of society, because you, you know, you excuse this one officer on this one time, you're essentially saying whatever, right, to the rights and becomes illusory. And then on the other hand, you have the rights of the whole society that want to see actual crimes punished, right? Huh. And no, no, this, most of society wants to see people criminalized even when it's announced in the media. They don't give a shit about the trial. Well, I completely agree with that. But, you know, uh, realistically... Um, well, they don't I give a I shit about charter rights. If you ask the majority they, of Canadians, they don't give a fuck about this. They do when it happens to them. Right. Their family member? Totally. Themselves totally. or their, their best friends? Totally. Otherwise, they don't give a shit. No, it's, it's true. They don't think about it, right? They think about, you know, it's just a little... Um, you know, technicality of some That's sort. That's it. It's a technicality. Uh, without understanding that it actually represents, um, you know, a philosophy behind it. And, and it's, it's important. It's fundamental. Right. You know. Yeah. It's the difference between, you know, having to walk around, uh, like in the Soviet Union, show your papers, justify, you know, what you're doing, uh, you know, be searched whenever. Uh, be obligated to denounce your neighbors and things of that nature, and what we just know as to be the Western way of life. You know, we talked about this before, but Diana, I'm going to turn this over to you to talk about more stuff now, you know, in the pandemic and Zoom and technology and stuff. But, you know, I, I spoke with Diana about, you know, how we've evolved and People don't quite understand how our laws in this country uh, impact on the rights of individuals. And nobody really gives a shit until it's their family member or themselves that are charged. And how to engage people in understanding the policies of government, the impact on our rights. Whether you believe in a leftist or a rightist view, it really doesn't matter. Because it still impacts us. And people don't give a shit. No, once you're in the system and once you see how the sausage is made, then, you know, uh, you care a lot more about what actually goes on. But, you know, luckily, and I say that luckily, the vast majority of people don't have to think about that because the vast majority of people aren't involved in the criminal justice system. We deal with a lot of clients, a lot of people. Well, no, I agree. We but, do. But for them... Uh, they, you know, remain ignorant about those those aspects. Right? Well, so there's this issue of public faith in the legal system, which kind of connects this technology discussion to um, right. to the socialist, you know, concept because there has to be public faith in the legal system, otherwise they lose authority. 
right? Yeah. So, um, but now that public faith or lack of faith is on um, super steroids through the internet where people are getting really fast, you know, information through 140 characters, which I actually think is 280 characters that they allow now. But like, you know, tweet threads and, and things like that. They're not getting proper reports on what's going on. Mm. But I think what, you know, I'm seeing judges actually catering to public outrage. Oh, absolutely. The public outrage is oh based my on God. misinformation. How many times have we seen judgments in certain cases? I'm not saying sexual assault cases. Where they apologize during the course of their judgment for fucking acquitting an accused who's innocent but apologizing to a complainant. Yeah. Tell me about that. Well, we're getting a conflation now between, like, conflation. Uh, what we actually saw was somebody saying, just because I'm acquitting doesn't mean he's not guilty. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. A, that's a, An acquittal is a not constant, guilty. A constant refrain. In oh law, it's, it's innocence. <laughs> right? That's what the Supreme Court... In Court's. law, it is innocent. Yeah. If you're found not guilty, you're yeah, innocent. Totally. But this... No. Oh my God! This because there's a presumption so of innocence. So if you're not yeah. found guilty, then you're presumed innocent. Talk about this for a moment, guys. This is frightening to me, and we see this as a trend. It's terrifying. Yeah, no, it, it you know, 15 years ago, I remember one of my first cases. Uh, you know, very intellectually honest judge uh, acquitted my client. Um, you know, of a, using a baseball bat and a cricket bat and a crazy brawl uh well i can understand the cricket bat well yeah it's not uh, from here by the skin of his teeth it's a joke. and 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 in that case it was quite legitimate for him to say you know i you know i i i think he did it okay but the crown hasn't proven it beyond a reasonable doubt and um you know but that was a talking to as opposed to a... Here's what I'm interested in. Yeah. We're seeing judgments now on cases because of political pressure in interest groups where judges are saying, I'm finding you not guilty. But that doesn't mean you're not really not guilty. It yeah. just means I can't find you guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. And that disturbs me to the core. What and we do so many of these cases and we win them. And this type of language, Diana, comment, it drives me crazy. How do you feel from like your, your, your research perspective? The message is it doesn't matter how successful you are as an accused person, that, there are, that there's always going to be a shade of suspicion on you, even if you're acquitted. Because so you're guilty when charged. Absolutely. Essentially, yeah. And you'll never get rid of that, you're even if you fucking guilty. win. Even an acquittal means you're still suspected guilty. Oh, my and God. And so, like, there has to be finality oh. for people in the system, and, and there has to be a sense that, that it's possible to clear your name. And if you think about the burden of proof, I mean, I don't really know with that outcome in so many trials how you can say that the burden of proof is still on the crown. Because the outcome is that the defendant failed to prove his innocence. That's really what we they're We need saying. to get beyond this. We're, we're in an era now where we're seeing a major shift and we need to really restore what it means to prove a case against an individual in a democratic society. And innocence is a real concept. And it's being lost to political pander. And that fucking frightens me. Yeah. The same as, you know, how we 
you know, in the media actually think that foods like McDonald's is healthy. Well, I really I have think. No clue what you're talking about. I, so I don't. I don't sorry, I had a little bit of calling one. What I'm saying is, you know, foods are f- foods. You get in advertising that can be healthy for you when it's really not healthy. So yeah. it's a propaganda. Yeah. And now we're, we're we're in propaganda now. Please, McDonald's, don't sue me. But the reality is, you know, when we say Canadian grown, no antibiotics, all that other bullshit, and then we talk about our justice system, it's the same garbage. You know, proof beyond a reasonable doubt. Not achieved, you're fucking innocent. That's it. You're innocent. There's no qualification of that. And everything is qualified now, and that drives me crazy. And I know you share that. One of the things I, that I think is very concerning and it's fixable is that if a judge gets attacked in, in the media, especially, you know, I've seen a number of times where they're, what they said is misconstrued, yeah. that there's no body in the legal system to protect judges and judges can't actually make public comment. So We can. Well, but it doesn't happen enough. Because they don't reach case. out to us. The media doesn't reach out. I comment often in the media and I protect judges who do the right thing. But we don't get it enough because it's not popular. Yeah, well, you know, it's I would not uh, I would not support a move to have judges speak more in the media uh, on difficult cases. No, I think there should be a a, a department that's there for like you know they have. Um, decisions explained for somebody who types them up and, and explains to journalists what happened in court, right? You see, there's like an area for that yeah. on the Supreme Court website. There should be something like that that can actually correct misinformation on behalf of a judge to say this is the proper reading of the verdict and this is actually what happened. Yeah, to prevent against misreading. But that's like, yeah. I agree. That's, that's everything in our society, how we misread politics and policies from government and everything else. Yeah. But it really is pernicious in the criminal justice system because. When, when judges read, this is not a joke. This is not a joke. When judges sometimes read criticisms of acquittals based upon misunderstanding of ideology or, 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 or you know, proof beyond a reasonable doubt or principles that are at the core of a democracy, guess what? What happens? They back off of it. Yeah. And they apologize for it. And that shouldn't happen. And I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying this is not where we should be. But in terms of like lawyers can speak out about it, that happened out in BC where one particular judge, yeah, one particular judge, he got attacked and he was uh, had complaints sent in. um, A law professor from uh, EBC had sent out a complaint and was speaking to the media, and he'd never read the decision. He'd never actually read the decision. And then the prosecutor spoke out immediately and said. That is not actually what happened in this case. The comments that were being disparaged were actually to do with the process and, and the complications that were particular to that case. And uh, so the, the prosecutor and the defense lawyer both stood up for the judge and the media. The law professor was then provided a copy of, of the transcript, and he then went out and made a public apology for his comments. And, well, that's a rarity. Yeah. Well, that is rare. But that's what should happen for when there's a misinterpretation. Unbelievable. Let's talk about what we're doing through now in pandemic, we're transitioning in technology, we're running trials, yeah. not in person. What the fuck does that mean for people? Are we, are we losing the human element of a trial? 
Are we gaining something through technology? Is Zoom trials great? Are we saying that for other reasons? Let's talk about that. The, the only great aspect of the pandemic for the criminal justice system was forcing it to move into an electronic age for minor court appearances, right? Now we can do, you know, speak to's, address matters, little non-contentious things. So let's explain that. So normally we'd have to fucking go to court and set a date or talk to shit and do a pretrial. Now we can do all that by Zoom. We can do that by Zoom. Which means we should have all invested in Zoom about two years ago. We should have, and not Skype, surprisingly. Um, Yeah, because, you know, here in Toronto, for example, there's seven courthouses just in Toronto proper, and then you've got, you know, Barrie, Aurelia, you've got, you know, Newmarket, Brampton, all of these other places that we used to have to drive to. Uh, and I have one other thing to comment, but go ahead. To have, you know, to appear for five minutes, right? And so you're talking about three hours to drive to Newmarket, you know, park, sit there, wait for your matter to be called, and so on and so forth, to address a matter. And you'd have judicial pretrials where judges, you know, in certain jurisdictions would refuse to have it by telephone and would make you have to come in person and so you'd come and you'd spend half a day of which the only thing you could do is pass along you know either you eat the cost if it's a legal aid client or uh, you pass along the cost of the client to the accused and he has to pay double for you know yeah, here's the great that's thing. the only positive thing is that they've actually lurched into the first you okay, know, so 21st century having done some Zoom matters so what Zoom allows now is that law firms and lawyers in Canada can now represent anybody across the country. That's true. I can do a trial in Edmonton, in Montreal, in Vancouver. I can do it by Zoom. Yeah. And they can have the benefit of a really good lawyer. They don't have to go locally for somebody who's like, you know, maybe okay or maybe great. But they can choose across country. Well, and, I, and I have to tell you, in cross-examining somebody on Zoom, I got their whole face on that screen, unlike when I'm in a courtroom. And the judge actually has to see that face. I found it to be very, very compelling and a very good aspect of the advancement of technology in, in trials. And, and I could wear sweatpants while doing the trial. Um. Well, I don't disagree on the sweatpants because I've seen you around the office all the time. And, and the running shoes. Though I'm quite disappointed, uh, to be honest. Uh, but no, it's th- good. there are significant, significant issues. Give me more, Chris. Give me more. All right. Here you go. One Talk is, more, my friend. One is, for example, you know, I was just doing a preliminary inquiry on a first-degree murder for all of January. Uh, everybody can log in Call through Zoom. Whiskey. It's great. Everybody can log in through Zoom. Yeah. You know, the judge reads off, you know, look, uh, anybody who's a potential witness, please log off. Okay. It's a crime for you to, you know, record and so on and so yeah. forth. All right. Uh, I 100% believe that witnesses were listening in. Okay? Yes. And there's no way to be able, you know, it's, 
it's a heck of a lot different when you're in person and you can see them. Uh, You can also, you know, (laughs) for example, you find out that somebody's actually in the room where the guy is testifying. Uh, There was an instance, an officer, you know, is testifying. Normally he's allowed to refresh his, you know, this is my case. He's allowed to refresh his uh, memory by looking at his notes. And normally he has his notebook and it's been qualified and the office, you know, the judge says, yeah, you're allowed to refresh it. What does it mean qualified? Tell them. All right. So what happens is... Nobody knows what this means. Oh, yeah, of course. So, uh, you know... Talk talk human. All right. So police officers, if they're investigating, you know, they investigate thousands of matters before they end up going to trial, right? Maybe two, three years. So they're entitled, you know, they have to prepare... You know, they've got a little notebook and they have to prepare notes and it's to refresh their memory because obviously your memory will blend between each and every case. So uh, at the beginning of a trial or when a guy goes to testify, an officer goes to testify, he's asked, you know, the Crown asks him if he wishes to have his, you know, uh, refer to anything for the purposes of refreshing his memory. And there's a qualification process, you know, okay, you, you created it when it was, you know, recent in your mind, you know, there were no additions or deletions, you need it, blah, blah, blah. So the judge says, you can look at your notes to refresh your memory. That's kosher, all right? Well, lo and behold, you know, my little, my little Jewish knowledge right there just for you. I'm half Irish. Uh, well, that's why I said little. Half Irish Catholic, that's why I can consume alcohol like this. <laughs> I got two livers. <laughs> anyway, all that to say, lo and behold, you can't help but notice that the officer is looking, you know, to the left, you know, on the screen. Only to find out, you know, in cross-examination, start asking him a few more questions, and he's also looking at another report authored by another officer to refresh his memory, right? Well, you know, it's only through cross-examination, noticing that, and because he wasn't making it subtle, that you can point that out. You know, and that shouldn't happen. Now, uh, So what about if you're doing it by Zoom? You can't cash that? Well, that's what I'm saying. In this case, it was just, it was by fluke because he wasn't very good at it. He was an idiot. He was an idiot. More than one. More I have to say, in more what than do you one say, way. I've, I've been really impressed at how well the technology has worked because historically, technology in a courtroom is deathly. Like, it's like, it never works properly. They always have to stop and rewire something. Or there was one time where they actually had, actually, there was a trial we were doing. Uh, where which the, we won. the speaker out in... Um, which we won. Which we won, yeah. Where the acquittal, where the not sp- guilty. The, the loudspeaker was actually picking up microphones or something. It was, it was putting everything out in, through the, the speakers in the court system or something. Like, yeah. They're just deathly bad at technology in courtrooms. So I thought when they switched to pure technology for a trial that it would be a nightmare, that there would be a glitch of... Right, you know, but, but, but every if moments. we go down this road, how sophisticated... Can witness become to lie, to be able to manipulate evidence, to get access to other resources to help them testify? I think that's the issue. But there's there's that aspect, but there's another aspect, and this is because you know this aspect is one that you know very little about mental health. Just joking, all right? Because you know a lot about it, right? And the issue is that have you know it's incredibly alienating 
for anybody who has mental health issues to be, you know, just seeing nothing but a screen and being on a screen. All right. And, you know, because you do stuff on, you know, a lot of mental health stuff um, and you're very familiar with that. And, it, you know, there is a disproportionate number of our clients who do have mental health issues. And that's a serious issue for the criminal justice system. And it's, you know, you run bail hearings or you do anything where it's nothing but a video screen and it's dehumanizing and it leads it's to... It's alienating. It's totally alienating. You know, and those are the subtle things that, um, you know, are lost, I think, when you just think, oh, look, the technology is so great, you know, you know, we'll look on the screen and blah, blah, blah. So I think there's a serious issue about that as well. So we need a balance. We totally need a balance. Because some shit is good. No, so for Did you have a good experience doing a Zoom prelim or trial? I, tell, me, tell me some good experiences. Let this public know what was good or fun. Okay. Give me something. There are a couple things. Uh, one is obviously it's more efficient in terms of just traveling. All right. Uh, the reality is, you know, yeah. schlepping all over, inefficient, costs money, so on and so forth. All right. Um, there is a way to do this. You know, so I'm starting uh, another murder prelim uh, next week. Oh, thank God. You bill for it, right? <laughs> yes. Oh. And in that case... There, you know, I, I raised the issue with the judge, with a judge uh, on a judicial pretrial and said, look, there are four of the dozen witnesses that are very important witnesses. And, you know, regardless of the health issues, I have serious concerns with people listening in, people being intimidated, people reviewing things, so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. So... I'm happy to, you know, if they have serious health concerns and don't want to be in a courtroom, that's fine. But I expect them to be brought to the courthouse, the Crown to find them a room that we can ensure is safe from any interference. and COVID-friendly. COVID-friendly. And, uh, you know, we can ensure that the process, you know, is, supports the testimony. Okay. Right, you need something that projects formality. That's it. The solemnity of the situation. Well, I you, get that. You know what's funny is uh, I'm thinking about an earlier case I once had in the Scarborough courthouse in which you know a lot of the, the witnesses came and they were just, you know, just trying to dodge whatever, right? You know, didn't want to answer and stuff like that. And this was even before the Scarborough Courthouse was painted. And when I first started, it was just a total shit disgusting shithole, right? Shit and the judge actually said this, you know. It's a total shithole. It's a total shithole. In his judgment, you know. And he said, you know, you can't help but, you know, like people come, we're in a strip mall, all right? There is nothing grand. No. There is nothing that gives the impression to witnesses, to the public, to anybody, anybody the that, that this is a serious bloody yeah. matter, right? And the government throws us into these, you know, you know, you've got like feces on the wall. Like, this is ridiculous, you know, so it's not surprising. And I think the same with Zoom, okay? I actually, today, I uh, had to yell at a surety 
Who's on a bail hearing. On a I bail heard hearing. I heard it. It happened. Yeah, you heard <laughs> it's it. It's hard not to hear it. the office. I had to yell at him, and the JP was in the room. I had to yell at him, can you, you cannot smoke. You are in court. <laughs> you are in court right now. Please do put your cigarette down, sir. Right? Are you, you know, coughing, honey? I did not think that I had to explain, you know, but no. I have to Look. I know you're on Zoom. I know you're at home. I know you were in pajamas, but you are technically in court, sir. All right. So stop smoking. Okay. Uh, Which she promptly did. You lost lost a connection with him at one point, too, right? Well, that's. I heard that. I (laughs) I heard that part uh, as well. I had some serious issues regarding. Where are we going? Let's be honest. Stop. Oh, here, here. Where the fuck are we going? One last thing about... And uh, then I want to talk about some other shit. One last thing about Zoom, all right? Here's the other issue, is we kept having disconnection issues because you've you've got a witness who, you know, does not have fantastic internet... All right, yeah. they because they're not using state-run internet or anything of that nature. State, they're just you there's know, no state-run internet. No, no, but they're not at the at the crown's you office. Rogers, it's the socialist in them that's coming out again. That's exactly like it, right? It's a capitalist internet. This is terrible. No, no. Anyway, so it kept dropping. The guys, the guys test. It's a it's a fucking murder case, and the guys testifying oh. on an iPhone, right? <laughs> And then it keeps, you know, and then and then it falls apart, and then we have to like, you know, pause for fifteen minutes while we reestablish connection and so on and so forth. I got I got the transcripts, and about fourteen different places it says inaudible. Oh, All right, wow. so inaudible. So you know, it's just because you're dependent upon court reporters being able to actually have the recordings that are proper and so on and so forth. There are issues. It's not, it's, there's certain things I'm all for. It's fantastic. Okay, like I say, non-contentious issues. It's great. I have serious reservations about having a trial in the which end of the day, a person can go to jail. We got to protect our clients. Okay, their liberty, their reputation, everything is their destroyed. Life is their life is destroyed. And it matters. It matters that, you know, everybody hears what the witness is saying, that there's no delay, there's, you know. And, and, and given in a backdrop that the public who gets the bullshit through the media, that yeah. everybody's guilty who's charged. Yeah. So we have to battle against that and now fight the technology problems. I get what you're saying. Yeah, so I'm, however, I'm less of a fan than you are. However... We've had some success. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, when it goes well, it's, it's really great. Totally. But, but then there's... Do you oh, tell you know, us? Talk. So, so my buddy Nick uh, had an experience, I think it was just yesterday. It might have been two days. I don't know. Cause it's only, Nick you know, Zinnis. Yeah, it must have just been Good yesterday. Lawyer. Yeah. Great lawyer. And uh, so he had to log in just for a, a short hearing to get on record for somebody. Logs in. They were doing some sort of a you know bail issue or something like that. So he's like, okay, fine. And right as they're finishing that, and he's thinking it's going to be my turn, he gets booted into a waiting room right. on the call. And so then he's stuck in the waiting room. He's like, he doesn't know how to let them know, yeah, I'm in the waiting room. He was like, oh, they probably know I'm still here. He was there all day until 4.30. <laughs> and then he finally just went, okay, I don't know what's going on. So he hung up. And then he gets a phone call uh, as he's headed to his car. 
and they say, oh, we didn't realize you were in the waiting room. Uh, you know, can you still talk to speak to the matter? So he's like, okay. So he had to go back and get his phone and log in again, and thankfully managed to get it completed that day. But well, his that, entire that, day, that his entire day in right. a waiting room. Yeah. I have not had that experience with appearances, but but it's still a work in progress. We, I, we are, I have at College Park. But we are in a transition period, yeah. and that is like honestly, it's interesting. We're evolving. And we have to protect the rights of the accused and, and get technology on board. Because there's a lot that can be achieved. I think this is I think think this pandemic helped us vault us into a century where we can use technology to help us, but nothing supplants what? The human element of a trial. Yeah. Or a prelim. The the, the fact of the matter is before, you know, June of twenty twenty you still had to have a process server go and serve yeah. the crown's office and the you know clerk's office and judge's right, that's office. That's absolute stupidity. It was you know it's like internet didn't exist in you know in February of 2020. Of course it did, but no, you had to have a live person drive out and give a physical copy. Uh, and of course, it didn't even happen in March. It was like it was June by the time they said, "Okay, you can start emailing the trial coordinator." And you know, like that in and of itself, it's amazing. Has shaved off probably in the judicial system. We, sh we serve shit millions, by email. millions of it's dollars. It's amazing. Millions of dollars every year, right? Just, just you know, I feel bad for. Now look process at the shit service. that we do. But yeah, no, it's 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 it's. You it know, saves millions of dollars. It is, you know, to the government and our public. Exactly, you know, and but that only came because of the pandemic. Nobody, nobody in the criminal justice system had that beforehand, which is shocking. Well, it is interesting, like sitting down here with all these boxes and stuff, which is just like a portion of of yes. what's down here. This but, is nothing. Uh, there's always got to be like three or four copies of everything, right? There's so much like we should call this the Newberger Forest, right? Because there's like a whole forest down here. <laughs> um, but with the electronic yeah, stuff now. Because I plant trees. The Newberger fire yeah. trap. Fuck well. off. I love trees. <laughs> I don't want, bur I don't want to, I love trees. I don't want to see trees become this. Well, it's uh, saving a lot of, uh, you know, material having to be printed out doing all this stuff electronically. Your best. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a lot of possibilities for it, but you know, when we were looking into decisions on Zoom trials that are recent, there was a sexual assault case. So, you know, a case where the testimony of a complainant is extremely important. They ended up allowing her to testify from home, so not in a a room in the courthouse. And I understand there's reasons for that because, you know, the court staff have to be protected. There's but but she didn't even have a computer. She was gonna be using her phone. Yeah. So as a yeah, result, they had to actually mail her all of the transcripts, the things they were going to refer to. Stupid. What do you do with the defense evidence that you actually don't, she's, that she can't well, view in you know, advance? We're going through this now. We have tons of cases. Yeah. So this is fucking nuts. Okay. No, you don't testify by cell phone. Right. If you testify, get this close on camera. You testify by cell phone. Not guilty. Well, there was one decision where they were saying, um, you know, no. we do this from home, but she has to be at a certain distance so you can see no, her hands. No, if you have a proper computer, 
with proper protocols in place. With conditions. Absolutely. If you're looking at your phone... Hi! Hi, let it die. He fucking raped me. That's what I'm doing. I'm done. Okay, thank you. No, I can't hear you. That's not a trial. That's... Yeah, no, that's... It's not a trial. That's exactly it. Well, no. They didn't have the capability of screen sharing because her, her phone was... The screen was oh, obviously my God. too small. So Whose fault is that? Yeah. The government. The state. Well, you know, if they're going to actually do stuff like that, they could have, at least... The government... The prosecutor... They need to advance. Provide a, a they need to advance. And you're right. Computer. You're right. They need to advance. Nobody should be subjected to a trial without proper technology in place to have a fair trial. Actually, it's funny you should say that. Cause Why you, are you laughing, honey? You I don't know. Zoom to her! She's laughing at me. I'm just laughing because you're like clapping yeah. your hands right in front of your microphone. I always, <laughs> but it bothers me. This is wrong. It's fucking wrong. Where are we now? If this was on Twitter, it would be like every word you said would have a full stop Believe. in between each word with a oh, capital on each. <laughs> I, I'm in favor of Zoom shit, but you got to get it in order. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. And one of, one of my concerns with these trials, too, is like there's a, a number of times where you want the witness to leave the courtroom so oh. that you can have a technical discussion. That didn't she happen just during our last She can just but... vibrate it. Sorry. She can just video out and audio out, and she can pretend she's audioed out. Well, no. She they, can hear they, our they, bullshit. They put, they put them in a weight room. That's, yeah, bullshit. That's, yeah, but that's it's the... a breakout room. I know room. this shit. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I agree. And, I, and it's at and it's, 53, and it's, I became a tech genius. It is dependent upon the good faith of people following the rules. And you have the, the tech shit in your office. I think Yubika oh, would dispute that you've become some. a tech genius. Yeah, I have. Me. <laughs> I actually couldn't merge two calls and maintain the two people on my iPhone. It wasn't working. It was... Uh, Let me give you Collingwood... Here, you got, blended yeah, Canadian me, you whiskey. You gotta hit. You gotta hit my friend here. <laughs> I didn't think you had to be miserly, but you know it's. <laughs> All right, thank Hold you. On. Hold on. <clears throat> but these are important issues. Oh. There you go. Sir, no, no, honey, drink. Stop. Uh, come, uh, Somebody, somebody's got to maintain some level of... L'chaim. Defending the rights of the accused. Are you, ca are you casting Jewish spells again? No. I'm Irish. L'chaim. All right. I'm Irish Catholic. But oh, so tell me about some of these. Like my dad, who was a Holocaust tell, survivor. Tell me about some of these um, technology glitches in the in the courtroom. Like, what's the weirdest thing where the machinery didn't work? When Fuck, it was like to... you know, it's not been that bad. You know what it is in yeah, sharing documents. That's yeah. been the biggest uh, problem. So you sharing should... documents. No, I'm talking about the old courtrooms. Like you know how it just seemed weird to me that nothing technological ever worked in an actual courtroom. Oh, pre-dependent. Actually, right. no. The you, courts were a joke. No, no, no. T ten, ten, ten years ago was perfect. When you had a ten? when you had a v I was a baby then. When you had a VHS tape and you could actually put it in. <laughs> I was a VHS. Boy. I had I had beta. Because, because now, you know, then then they moved to everything's digital and and whatever. And you're like, you need to have proprietary software to play a goddamn police officer statement. Damn, then you need another proprietary software. Sorry, guys. To play a, a videotape statement, you need this and you need that. 
It was a shit show beforehand. It's a shit show now. It's nothing's ever. We're better now. You you actually you know guys we're fucking better now, but we gotta get this in tune for the accused. Do you know not for the complainants? All right, that's where I have my problem. My last jury trial, or no, I actually had. You know, I went to Staples. I got stuff printed. Okay, I had a full flow chart. You know, none of this. Fucking not Zoom. What's it called there? Uh, PowerPoint and all of this stuff. It was like, here's a giant photograph. Right. All right. Yeah. Here, look at this. Right. So the jury can see. Here's a giant, you know, reproduction of this document. So you can, you know, jury can watch as I cross examine this person. It was so low tech, but it was beautiful because it's so goddamn easy. All right. It wasn't, you know, and then the crown's mucking around and trying to put stuff. And clerk, can you uh, then drop down that uh, screen so that I can? So let's talk about something larger. Shit show. What are we talking about here? Justice, right? And the ability Does justice to matter. Let's talk the abil- about this. The ability stop, to stop. Act- Does justice matter? Does the public give a flying fuck about justice? Well, what I what well, I, I find concerning so. is is that like the more cases that I see, the more cases I see, it seems to me that a lot changes depending on which prosecutor you have. And no, the, not that. the same it's media. Everybody's charged is guilty. Right. Right? <laughs> well there, In Twitter there land. is that pressure. Yeah. I don't... Twitter and Facebook and all that bullshit land. Everybody's charged is guilty. You, you, we don't believe that. You know what's terrifying? And we fight bad against that. We we have a social media campaign against that, but you know, the public doesn't believe that. What's terrible? Right now, we still have old judges, right? We all no. we all exist before. I like the old judges before the woke era, before Twitter. We all remember what it was before internet, right? Before the fucking email and everything. Are you fucking aging me? I'm aging myself. I'm turning right. 54. I remember not wanting to get a cell I'm phone. I'm turning 54. Totally. Right? You're hurting me. Wait until, you know, 30 years from now when all, I'll be dead. all the judges have grown up Twittering, you know, you know, Instagramming, TikToking, whatever it is, you know, with their attention span. Right, and it's of two minutes. It does actually affect attention span. It totally does. Everybody has a terrifying. short day. It is terrifying what Absolutely. will happen, you know. But I guess I'm just. I think our judges are good. They are, but they're. It's because they're old. Because they're pre certain no. level of technology. Even the ones who are pulling now, we just have to bring it back to doing the right thing. Well, I, I agree. Uh, I'm just terrified about I'm the future generation. I'm a little bit generation. worried about the, the new generation being so woke. Yeah, you know, I where agree. it's all identity politics. That's so, it. And it's all Twitter That's why mob. I said I like the old judges. Because, you know, there's you know that whole thing about um, not crossing over into activism. And, you know, that you, you have to apply the law. You can't write the law as a judge. Here's the idea. Don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. No, don't be an idiot. Well, that would prevent people from getting charged, wouldn't it? No. I know. Stop that. Stop. Shaker Bavakasha. He's casting spells. Hebrew, even though I'm half Irish and half Jewish. Apply common sense. 
That's what we've lost. Well, right now it's being written out of Apply judgment. common sense. You're not allowed to apply common sense. We should be. That's where in stereotypes a, and myths disguise themselves as common it. sense. Fuck that. In we a, need to apply common sense. Let's think about this again. We need to reassess where we are. And they're not going to get this for a number of years. They're not. They're not. But we're going to remind them. All right. Well, I, it's all about lived experience now. How dare you, you know, deny my lived experience? And don't, don't you find, we had a case where one of the problems with the complainant and trying to ask questions and have the questions understood was that she didn't use language in the same way. No, and, so, and you were smart. Yeah. You were brilliant. It's a language barrier. Yeah, no, it brilliant. is. Brilliant. Yeah. It is. It's like you need a... So we cross-examine. Dictionary. Let's get beyond our language barrier. And then we won. Yeah, because but that was stupid. We were stuck at that point where it was just like you know the question wasn't being addressed because phrased she in didn't a way understand it. Yeah, help me. The question was being phrased in a way that the words suited that you her were, language issue. Yeah, and it actually had to do with the core issue of consent. Right, but that's a joke. Yeah, oh, God, we won because we rephrased it. We keep. We nuanced it. One of the things that really concerns me. We learned me. how to l talk that language. Yeah. And that's the way you need to do this. But we are in a strange time now. Yeah. Well, what, you know, there's a report out saying that more and more. Watch that table, guys. You're going to knock it, it over. If you mm. knock this, it goes up. Yeah, we'll, I actually tried to fix it so it doesn't wobble. And we'll somehow fix you guys have wrecked it. We'll fix it for next week's podcast. Um, but no, now they're like, there's a study showing that a lot of people are being educated to believe that unwanted sex is the same oh, as non-consensual sex. Bullshit. So, yeah. So but this... can't talk about Zack Snyder's new... Uh... Avengers? No. Is okay. it? Oh, is it? no, know. not Avengers. Sacrilege. What Don't is it? Justice? Justice League. Don't okay. tell me about it. Oh my God, so good? I haven't watched it yet. Don't tell me. Okay, I won't talk about it now. I just read the, Zack the difference between the two. We were debating this don't, because... Don't, oh my I don't God, wait. so good. It's four hours long. La, 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 no, no, no. I'm not going to give you details. No, I've never no, seen no, it. Stop. No spoilers. No. No spoilers. Watch it. I know. I want to. Don't spoil it. Watch it tonight. Oh my God. One is four hours long and one is two hours long. Four is better. Obviously, there's differences. Four is better. And Home and Garden Network. What do you like in Home and Garden Network? My wife. I like building off grid. <laughs> I like the trees. You haven't trees built anything, great. my friend. Trees are great. Yeah, I'll never build it. You can build it for me, motherfucker. Fuck you! <laughs> I'll build it off grid. Oh, really? Really? All right. I love you. What's the first thing I did when I got into this office? I brought in WD-40 and I unsqueaked all the doors. Because every hinge in this office squeaked until I got here. So True. if you ever think I brought and no value. And since you brought in WD-40 <laughs> and you build shelves and I build what? The business. What are we? I build chairs. I build shelves. A really successful criminal lights. law firm. But you know what? That's what I this... oil hinges though. That was for me. That wasn't I like for you. That was you know me. what? We give a shit about our people. Oh, yeah. Our peeps. And we give a shit about the advancement of law. 